Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this Advocate Session episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin, and as always, I'm here with Jamie Wright to talk about what is going on with the Advocate. Jamie, how's it going this week? It's going well, Sean. You? Pretty good. Can't complain. Um, Let's get right into it. We don't want to waste anyone's time. We're going to take 10 with the Advocate. So what is going on in the Advocate this week? Big news in seafood is really that the Pebble Mine, uh, the proposed gigantic gold and metals mine proposed in Alaska is finally, after more than 30 years since this discovery, is is not going to happen. Even so, our our feature this week is on what may turn out to be uh, inevitable collisions pitting fisheries against mining. Uh, Written by our contributor, Hank Hogan. He's a writer based in California. Uh, Hank, of course, covers the recent decision by the Environmental Protection Agency to protect Bristol Bay's, you know, valuable fisheries and disallow the development of the pebble mine. And, you know, I, I think we can all agree that seafood folks, you know, we can find some rare unanimity here. <laughs> this is a big win for seafood, for fisheries, for Alaska. Yeah, when you first brought this up, I was I hadn't read the article um, yet when you first brought it up. And I, I, I was thinking to myself, what does this have to do with seafood? And the article really kind of lays that out very clearly. And so I think, I think it, I, we don't need to get into it now. Well, we can talk a little bit about what I think is the most interesting part of the story. Yeah, I mean, I want people that, to go read the article, but... Yeah, well, I just won't spoil it too much. But, uh, you know, there's there's really two kind of like sustainability stories that are kind of against each other in a way. So, you know, on one hand, you have this huge natural resource in Alaska that fishermen are stewards of, you know, responsible fisheries management is part of the state's constitution. We all know that. I, I won't say that mining is environmentally friendly, uh, but the metals, okay, so the metals that this Pebble project was after, like gold, but also copper and lithium, those are needed for greenhouse gas cutting energy technologies. Uh, electric vehicles, generally seen as a green tech solution, right? That's kind of how we generally see them. We mm-hmm. view them that way. But they require gigantic batteries, uh, four times the amount of copper than traditional vehicles, according to one study. So. This is a paradox. I mean, it's a, we're going to hear more about this in the future. I think these things are going to re- reemerge either in Alaska or somewhere else. Yeah, and there's some interesting info in that article, too, about the effects on the water quality and stuff. There's, it's just a really good article, so definitely people should definitely go check that out. And I hear that you have a story that you want to share about Alaska salmon fishing while we're on this subject. <laughs> yeah, so like this is about, I'm trying to think, 17 years ago, I went up there to Nome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this is in the northwest corner of Alaska, so it's pretty pretty remote. And we found ourselves uh, salmon fishing for the day, uh, like you do, yeah, like one normally does when you're in northern Alaska. And so they did this. We found this river. We found a spotter boat. Found some fish. Um, and he started like doing some donuts in the <laughs> in the river, kind of chasing back upstream a bit. And we took this. We had like we had a bunch of people on this trip, and we took this seine, a seine that's like a long. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, a net that you might yeah, see, yeah. like. In a tennis court and like and you just we just dragged it across the river and there must have been 15 fish in that net just kind of wiggling on the on the sand and i just re- remember holding this i don't know what kind of salmon i think it was a silver or something but uh holding it under the by the gills like they tell you to and it was right up here you know like chest level and the, the tail was sweeping against the sand oh, that's how man. huge this fish that's was. That's crazy definitely the biggest fish i've ever held wow yeah super cool yeah. So, uh, what do we got on deck? What's coming up in the in the next coming weeks? 
All right. So last time we talked, I mentioned a, a, fair, a story on stress uh, in aquaculture, and that is that is indeed coming next week. We we bumped it for the mm. pebble mine coverage. Yeah. Uh, so you got to be flexible, John. You know. Yeah. No. I, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be having some fresh content on uh, seafood fraud from a a, a researcher who um, did a paper on that and how uh, it, you know what changed in this regard as a result of the COVID nineteen pandemic. That's mm. coming up. We're going to look into the right whale issue that's impacting trap fisheries like mm-hmm. Maine lobster. That's a hot um, topic. Yeah. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a very hot topic. Uh, solar energy, fisheries, techs, you know, lots of cool stuff coming up. Nice. What are you most excited about? I'm really excited about going on the road again. So like here we are, like the, my last international trip was three years almost exactly ago. I uh, went to the North Atlantic Seafood Forum in Bergen, Norway, and I'll be going again in a few weeks. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So if you're if if you're going to be in Bergen for that show, and it's a pretty big conference, about a thousand people attend, uh, hit me up, look me up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so we still have plenty of time. We're kind of breezing through this super yeah. fast today, but um, we can take a look. That means we can take a little more time in the wayback machine, and let's go back all the way back. Like three years. Yeah. Well, I just mentioned <laughs> the 2020. Yeah. So let's, let's go back to that time. I mean, not, nobody really loves to revisit our favorite year, 2020, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> um, so these are some of the things that we were writing about back in 2020. And it just, when I look through this list of stories, I was just so grateful that we're where we are today. So, uh, so one of the things that we talked about was how live shellfish markets just pretty much disappeared overnight. You know, restaurants were closed and that's where that product goes. This had a huge impact on growers in areas like the Pacific Northwest. Industry was basically on hold. And I remember just last fall at Goal, Bob Donegan of Ivar's Clam Bar in Seattle, he told us how the restaurant company uh, just barely survived that first year. It was pretty, but it was a pretty inspiring story. You know, in mid-2020, there was like, you know, 189,000 workers were laid off in the city that year (laughs) and applied for unemployment assistance. So, and they had to lay off a lot of their long-time employees. So that was really, really tough for them. I also remember talking to a, a, a RAS producer, a recircling, recirculating aquaculture uh, system producer in Massachusetts, you know, shortly after the whole thing started. And he was in the, uh, the position where he had to keep his fish alive yeah. much longer than he wanted to or intended to because the live market was what he was feeding. And mm-hmm. like, so like th- that market disappeared overnight too. Uh, we saw countless examples of adaptations, whether it was like a full pivot and business model, like a you yeah. know, fisherman starting oh, CSAs yeah. and selling direct. Or Man, that was like so many of our episodes in that year were all about that. Like, <laughs> how did this company pivot to survive during this time? There's so much that. Pivot was the word of the That word was the, the word, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a new technology. It sometimes allowed social distancing. So, like, aquaculture had a bit of an advantage. You could, you, in some cases, you can do a lot of... Uh, your operations remotely mm-hmm. using uh, the internet. It's more like the issues were more getting fish from the farm to the plate, right? Like all of that in intermediate process was uh, was what was being held up. But uh, just we'll close on just a little note. I, I know I like to kind of quote some really smart people in the space as we close. And I remember speaking with a man named Flavio Corsin. He's, um, he's with Aquaspark now. Uh, but at the time he was with IDH, the Dutch uh, Sustainable Trade Initiative. He's a veterinary epidemiologist by training, so he studies diseases. <laughs> uh, he, he told me that some of the worst animal diseases he encountered were like foot and mouth disease, 
on UK uh, livestock farms and the white spot disease mm-hmm. that affected shrimp farms in Southeast Asia. You know, he, he watched the core, he was watching the, I remember he was watching the coronavirus crisis unfold and watching it very closely and hoping that aquaculture could learn a lesson in the process. Mm. And um, I remember he said to me, he said, bugs are extremely versatile, quick to adapt and jump between species. They are designed to change. And as you can see, there's always going to be a new bug. And, and then, wasn't he right? You know, the, no, the, yeah. how many variants happens, have we seen, right? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy yeah. How, how this whole thing unfolded. Uh, but you know, that was, there were a lot of silver linings, I think that were to be drawn. That was his point. Um, you know, I, I did want to, I hit the store this morning, grocery store, the market basket here in Portsmouth. Yeah. Right down the road here. Yeah. Which is by the way, the coldest, (laughs) uh, retail store in the world. (laughs) It is so cold there in the summer. If you want to cool off, go there. Um, but I hit there this morning. I was in an unusual position. I was like the only one in the store not wearing a mask. This morning. We, yeah, masks are huh. coming back. I think like, we're starting to see some numbers go up. And I just, maybe it was because it was seven o'clock in the morning. And middle it was just, of winter. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> in the middle of winter. But people are just like, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to go back there to 2020. Yeah, I no. think we'll, we'll just visit quickly with this little, uh, but uh, yeah, but I, I think it's this important thing is it's not, we're not done. You know, no. it's not, it's not done with us. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, um. We're just, we're just about there. That's perfect. Do you have anything else that you want to get out there while we have it this week before we- No, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I think we're going to wrap it up at 10 here. Awesome. Sounds great. Well, Jamie, thanks for joining us again. And everybody, remember that we will always have all of these links to all these different articles in the show notes. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me, Sean. Yep. Yep.